With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Gamer Heroes Podcast. Uh, this week on deck, we got me, we got Thomas, and we got uh, Mike. Hello. Uh, let's see, Mike, you finally bought Red Dead. I did finally buy Red Dead. I got it on Saturday. I played, I don't even know how, how long I played. The, the game's so immersive that like I feel like you can start playing and then you just, you just black out. And then it's just evening. Yeah, I've really lost time playing that game. It uh, is good. But let's save chat for that for the yeah. end because we know uh, for those of you who don't care about Red Dead, uh, we don't want to make you sit through it. Uh, Two in, episodes in a row. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, a bunch of stuff has happened in the past week. We had uh, BlizzCon, which came with a bunch of other uh, esports stuff. There was uh, BlizzCon with the start of the Overwatch World Cup. There was the Heroes of the Storm World Championship. There was the, uh, the finals for the League of Legends World Championship. Um, just a whole bunch of high-level game industry stuff. Yep, the StarCraft II tournament, even. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. Let's let's start with the uh, let's start with the esports stuff. We can just knock that off real quick. Uh, the League of Legends, the world's uh, the world championship went, was between Invictus Gaming and Fnatic. Uh, Invictus Gaming is from China, and Fnatic is from the EU. Uh. Fnatic kicked their own asses, it sounded like. Uh, the article I read, uh, it was a total blowout. Uh, Invictus Gaming just slam-dunked them. Uh, it was 3-0. and it, I mean, the, our, I didn't watch the the actual series, but it sounded like it was boring, at least to the author, because when you just see a team get whooped so bad, what, you know. What do you mean they beat themselves? Just Was there, like, infighting, or they just weren't meshing? Uh, a little... A little column A, a little column B. Mm. Uh, they had things that they needed. That, like, they were really counting on doing a very specific thing. They couldn't do it, and they couldn't recover. Uh. Uh, and that happened two games in a row, and then uh, they said that in the third game, they just looked defeated. Uh, the only person on their team that was even doing okay in the third game was their sub, <laughs> uh, who still wasn't winning, but he wasn't losing as badly as everyone else. Yeah. Like, Man, that just stinks. Uh, you know, to... It stinks to hear that they're so demoralized in, like, the world finals. Like, can you imagine being at the top of your game, getting into the finals, and you don't even stand a chance? Like, it wasn't even close. Uh, You know, watching Super Bowls like that is hard. Like, when it's like, oh, it's the Patriots versus whoever. And, well, I'm just saying the Patriots because they're there all the time. But I remember there was maybe, like, four or five years ago. Don't remember who was playing. Don't really care, to be honest. But it was a total blowout. And... You know, I basically stuck around for the commercials, but that wasn't that fun to watch. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, was, it wasn't close. And, uh, you know, sometimes it's bad luck. You know, maybe somebody got injured the game, like, right before the, the big game. And, uh, you know, maybe it was just stuff that we'll never know about. And, or maybe it was luck. You know, it could have it just been anything. Was that, was that with the Broncos? Uh, I think so. I think it was the Broncos, because I have a buddy that lives in Denver, and that was a really fun game for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so just just to have such a blowout, uh, you know, it does, it does not make for a good final game. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I guess I'm not that bummed I didn't watch it. I didn't try that hard to watch it. Though. Yeah, it's pretty amazing when you can, you can blow through seemingly like everyone in the world and these are supposed to be the elite of the elite and then they just get blown out right make them look like (laughs) rookies yeah so uh so that was the league world's championship so so that uh invictus gaming from china won and that is china's first ever world's title that they've taken home very first one uh if 
in, um, if Fnatic had taken it home, it would have been the first EU win since 2012, I want to say. 12 for 13, but it's been a long time. Korea has been on top for so long. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's cool that the top two teams were, uh, both of them were not from uh, South Korea. So, you know, got a little stuff, stuff a little mixed up and good for China uh, for kicking ass, but <laughs> would have been better if, you know, both teams seemed like they uh, stood a chance against each other. But anyway, uh, that was cool. So congrats to China. Congrats to uh, Invictus Gaming. Um we got uh, the other stuff. Like, that's the one I paid the most attention to. But Heroes of the Storm, um, that championship just wrapped up, and a South Korea team took it. And uh, StarCraft was StarCraft II, Saral, a player from Finland, uh, took the title home, which uh, I forget what exactly I read, but it was <laughs> typical to esports, at least, uh, recently, um, it was a surprise that a South Korean team or player rather uh, did not take home that win. But uh, yeah, he won with Zerg. Yeah, and uh, I think he won four to two. Yep. Yeah, four to two. Uh, so that's that's nice to see. Just generally speaking, across the board, you know, those are three different games um, that we've had championship uh, championship series series in uh, here recently, and it's nice to see that South Korea. No, lo- well, it seems that South Korea no longer holds an absolute, you know, grip on uh, the best players. Uh, you know, the EU has been coming up for a while. They've been around, you know, and North America has even been around for a while too. But finally, to see other contenders, it makes it so much more interesting to me. Yeah. You know, I don't want to see the same team win all the time. I don't even want to see the same country or region win all the time. Uh, so yeah, that competition's good, and it makes for a more interesting bracket, but uh, yeah, <laughs> maybe next year I'll actually watch the games. Uh, I really should, though. Uh, I would like to watch the league championship next year because I had some stuff going on this this past weekend that uh, I was I was hoping I'd squeeze in some time to watch Worlds, but that didn't happen. So we'll see, you know. Uh, but besides all that stuff, uh, the rest of BlizzCon happened, and uh, so what do we have? We had Overwatch had its new character release. Uh, released Ash. She's a damage character, which the game was in need of. She has a very interesting kit uh, where she just does a bunch of things that are going to keep the game interesting. Um, her ultimate, she summons a Bob, a robot that comes in and fucks shit up. Oh, that's cool. Huh. <laughs> uh, so th- Yeah, so that's interesting to see how that'll go um, because there's there's never been a hero like that uh, that calls somebody, and it's kind of like Annie in League of Legends, where she you know summons in her bear. What kind of what kind of weapon does she use? Uh, she uses a long barrel shotgun that you can actually aim the aim down the sights of. Oh. So one of the biggest criticisms that uh, non Overwatch players have had of the game is that you can't aim down your sights, which is totally fair criticism. That was one of the biggest differences from any other shooter, first person or third person, uh, that I think you know anybody notices when they first pick up the game. Uh, you know, unless you're a sniper, you can't zoom in. You know, you can't aim. Um, so I think this was Blizzard answering that uh, because, yeah, it's a shotgun, but, I mean, you can shoot pretty far with that thing. Uh, she has an ability that lets her, like, you know, either knock somebody back uh, or dash up in the air, which has been, uh, I think, needed for a while. And and just a few other things, including that ultimate where she summons basically another hero. Mm-hmm. Um, but is, yeah. it, is it like a double-barreled shotgun, or does it have multiple shots? Do you know? Uh, I have no idea. Oh, okay. Probably doesn't have that many shots because it seems to have a long range. Yeah. If it had too many shots, it wouldn't be that great. Well, yeah. I mean, it would be too great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, she was announced at BlizzCon with a cinematic and a hero reveal where it just walked through her whole kit. Uh, in the story, she's supposed to be an outlaw, the leader of this gang that McCree used to be in. Um, so it's a fun cinematic. Go look it up. Um, that's, so that stuff's cool. Um, I was expecting them to announce a new game mode, um, which was destroy the payload. There were a bunch of rumors. Uh, there's been like data mining that some voice lines have been added mm. that basically imply that the, uh, the payload is taking damage, which does not exist mm. in the game right now. So I was surprised that they didn't announce that. Um, you know, I, I still think they will. It's, I mean, it sounds reliable enough that that'll come in the future, but yeah. I'm surprised it wasn't this weekend. Uh, but that stuff's cool. 
Uh, I'm still pretty into Overwatch, but it's funny since Red Dead came out, it is impossible to find matches because <laughs> yeah. everyone is playing that game. Um, so really, I had I had my first eight minute queue uh, last week. Wow, and then, that is a long wait. Yeah, then I had my first sixteen minute queue. Jeez, and that's only after you found a group when you're waiting to find a match. It takes almost as long just to find a group now. Because the player base is just so split with the Red Dead release. Well, maybe people will start skirmishing now. <laughs> I'd be all right with that. I I wish there was some motivator in the game to really make people play more roles. Because DPS players, damage players, are a dime a dozen right now. And they are by far the least skilled role. Mm-hmm. I mean, in any game I go into, the per- like it, I would say at least 75% of the time, if there's one person on our team who's bringing us down it's the dps because they're just not that good yeah you know they're being carried by especially the tanks these days and and also the healers but you know people just want those kills because it's flashy and stuff but it stinks when you play with an ally who only knows how to kill they don't know how to support their teammates Mm -hmm. or uh, there's no objective time there's no yeah you've just got somebody going in for kills and i mean this isn't just an overwatch problem uh you know it's it's really tough playing team games with people who are basically playing a solo game with other people, mm-hmm. you know. And you know, that's that's how I felt on a lot of games in League of Legends, where you, you know you can tell when someone's working with their team, whether they're succeeding or failing, you know, whether you're losing or winning the game. Uh, but when you've got somebody who's really good, but they just don't, they obviously don't care about anybody else, and then you lose the game because of that. Yeah. Like that stuff's so frustrating. And, uh, yeah, it just feels like a waste of time. Yeah, so I, I wish players were more well-rounded. Or, you know, the looking for group system is a huge upgrade to Overwatch. I just wish there was even more that, uh, you know, I can ask people who queue up with me if I make my own group to be flex players, you know, to be well-rounded. But I wish there was criteria that I could set where they couldn't even join at all unless they had time on a bunch of different mm-hmm. types of heroes. So anyway, that's me nitpicking, but... Um, you know, multiplayer games across the board. I think more uh, looking for group like specificity would help. Uh, I think it would help curb toxicity. I mean, in the past, I've talked that um, allowing people to play their own role makes them less toxic because they're not forced to play something yeah. that they don't want to they're or that they're bad at. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, I think gaming is slowly but surely moving in the right direction. I just wish it was a little quicker. Uh, anyway, that's Overwatch stuff. Um, what's, what's going on with Hearthstone? You mentioned that there was some Hearthstone announcement. There is a new expansion uh, that uh, is it out right now? Boy, I'd have to I'd have to go look. I've seen I, I more than I even play Hearthstone. I follow these communities on Facebook. That um, it, it cracks me up because sometimes I don't know when the cards are real or when they're <laughs> fan made because people will make fan made cards all the time. They the admins of these groups try to keep them to fan-made Fridays mm-hmm. so that they don't confuse people like me. Um, but I, a bunch of new cards came out recently, and I knew there was a Hearthstone expansion coming out. Uh, but the cards I was seeing just seemed nuts. Yeah. And, they, of course, they've got new mechanics on them and stuff, and so people make up their own mechanics when they make their own cards. Mm-hmm. The same way people make magic cards. Yeah. You know, they just make their own. Um, so I saw this stuff, and I'm like, this seems insane. And I had to dig and finally realize, like, oh, these are actual real cards. And uh, so the new expansion is all about trolls. Um, you know, I, I'd have to play some more. It seems like trolls and pirates and a bunch yeah. of stuff. But uh, the cards are crazy. There's a warlock card that I thought I was sure it was fake. I really was sure it was fake. You you play it. It costs, like, almost no mana. And you destroy half of both players' decks. What? Like, <laughs> Blizzard has gone out of their way to not make... Uh, cards that make the other player discard because mm-hmm. if you have a big combo you want to set up, you know, it's not fun to just lose that whole combo. Like to lose one card and be like, oh, well, there goes my whole deck. Yep. So for them to say that and really stick to it throughout multiple expansions and then make a card <laughs> that deletes half of both decks, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so that's funny. So there are a bunch of cards that I've read and it's just like they just seem insane they just seem way too powerful but i guess if everybody has powerful stuff yeah. then then it all it works out as long as you can get those legendary and epic cards uh you know which is it, its own thing you know is it a cash grab is it eh, you up to you yeah uh, you know pay to 
pay-to-win games like Hearthstone where, yeah, you can get those cards without paying, but good luck. Mm-hmm. Um, so that stuff's cool and not cool for all the same reasons, but um, Hearthstone's a good game. Blizzard keeps it up very well. Uh, and there are ways that if you're a good enough skill player, you can play the arena. So uh, what that allows you to do is build a deck from cards that you don't own. You randomly pick it, and, and you know you randomly pick each card in your deck, and so does your opponent. So if you're just a good player, but you have no good cards, well, that's fine. You'll probably still win. And by winning in the arena, you get really big rewards. Mm-hmm. So then you can actually get the cards you want. Yeah, and like whatever people have to say about Hearthstone, the one thing I can say for sure is that at least Hearthstone, if, if nothing else, at least Hearthstone fixed magic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> the, new, the new magic arena is so similar to Hearthstone, but in like a really good way. Like, my my biggest gripe about magic uh, is having a hand, and it's just like, oh, there's no land in here. Yeah. And then drawing another hand, and you're like, oh, it's nothing but land. Yep. And like the RNG of that was just the killer for me, because I was just like, especially if I didn't know the deck I was playing, I'd have to ask whoever gave it to me, I'm like, is this is this hand going to work? I have to like show them my, I have to tell them what I have. Yeah. I'm just like, this has, I have five mana and two spells. Is this going to be fine? They're like, oh yeah, it's fine. But yeah, you probably shouldn't have shown me your cards. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh crap. So yeah, I do like that Hearthstone's just like, oh, you just get mana every turn. Yeah. Like it'll work out. Well, and like the, so the way that, the way that Hearth, you build decks, decks in Hearthstone where you just see all of your cards on the screen. And then when you add them, you have that little list of cards that are adding to your deck on, deck on the right side of the screen. That mechanic added to Magic Arena has been a huge lifesaver. Like, it existed without that at one point. Yeah, it used to it used to not be not be like that. Like, it looks exactly like Hearthstone now. It's, a, it's good UI. Yeah, it, it, exactly. It's like it's normally some of those things you, you'd be like, God, you, you couldn't be more creative and like think of the next thing to do that would make it even better. But I mean, I really don't know if there's a there's a way to improve much from yeah. there. And if you think about that, like if, if they're a company that's trying, that's building this game, maybe that's not where they want to spend their time. Yeah. If they know it's going to work, well, just put it in and we'll focus our time and effort on this thing over here that we can make unique. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because it is funny to see when games copy off of each other and you want to decide like, do am I happy about this or not? And at the end, it's like, <laughs> you know what? If it works, all right. Yeah. Just give me something unique in your game. Like, yeah, you used to, you know, yeah, it's a battle royale game, just like PUBG, mm-hmm. just like Fortnite, just like all these. But you know, give it that extra secret sauce. Yep. You know, do something new. Yeah. But all right. So, what else? What else with BlizzCon? Other than what we're saving to the end of BlizzCon because we're going to talk too much about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, we had uh, so. World of Warcraft's new expansion is out. There's another cinematic, which is just okay, actually. But they're always really pretty. Uh, and then they announced that WoW Classic, which has, which was already announced, mm-hmm. uh, but they gave more details on it. Um, that is going to be free, available to... I say free. It'll be available to subscribers. Oh, so, of course it Well, of will. course it is. I mean, it, it would. they'd be stupid not to do that. And yeah, honestly, yeah, a game yeah, that yeah. you're not paying for isn't going to be half as yeah. well-supported. Honestly, I've kind of been surprised that Overwatch has been that well-supported since it doesn't have a subscription. Mm -hmm. Um, But that said, also, I wish there was more content. (laughs) Well, I mean, Overwatch, all those people buying loot boxes and stuff, that is their subscription. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But but the other thing is, uh, so with Classic, they've announced that there will be staggered content releases, just like when the game was originally out. So the game will not come out and everything is all released and you immediately go to the very last end raid. Instead, it will be like when the game was really out where Molten Core will first come uh, out. Well, probably Zul'Gurub will come out, mm-hmm. the 10-man raid, and then people will work their way up and then Molten Core, the 40-man. That's crazy, bringing back 40-man raid. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, and then the next expansion and then, or, uh, well, not expansion, but kind of, at least as far as the first, uh, you yeah, know, the, ne- the next raid. Yeah, so... Uh, I don't Eventually, remember what the one the, is after after Molten Core. Molten Core, Blackwing Layer, I yeah, think, yeah, all the dragons, yeah, yeah. Yep, uh, Naxxramas, which they brought back in Burning Crusade, which I was happy to play all that content way after mm-hmm. because in vanilla, um, Naxxramas was so far ahead of my pay grade <laughs> that I was never going to experience the content. Yeah. I mean, to say that my character wasn't good enough is a dramatic overstate or understatement. Um, I mean, it was... 
it wasn't possibly in reach. Even if I had a friend who could like pay my way there, it just, I, you literally couldn't get there because you had to do all these quest chains and all this stuff. And I wasn't even strong enough to do the quest chains. <laughs> um, you know, so anyway, uh, that was fun with Naxxramas. And then the final one was uh, the Gates of Ankaraj, where you fight Cthulhu, <laughs> um, the old god, you know, the Lovecraftian Cthulhu yep. dude. Yep. Um, so that's cool that they're going to release that. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know how to feel about about the staggered releases of content. I guess you have to do that because if they were ple- if they were if they uh, put everything out, you'd skip. Well, I don't mean I don't mean starting with everything. I was just kind of viewed WoW Classic as they were just going to leave it classic and then not not add like the expansions later on, or not the expansions, but like the new raids and everything. Maybe it maybe it just stops at Molten Core and that's it. But I guess if you do that, then I mean it's just like it's just like why they had it's to come like out with expansions on a for private this server. Because yeah, there's no then you're just going to lose people because there's no well, new. You have so much content that people are just going to skip. They're yeah. going to skip entirely because they don't need it. You know, it, whenever I played on, I played on a private server a couple times, and there were still some lo- some things that were locking you out of getting places. You had to get attuned somewhere. You had to get a key. Uh, to go to a certain place, and so you'd skip an entire, like, humongous chunk of content just to go through that one doorway to unlock that one chest that had the key that you needed. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think that if they released all of their content all at once, that's what would happen. And it's game-breaking, and it it's just very... Uh, it's it's not conducive to, um, like, the slow grind of an RPG. Um, I wonder how many players they'll have. Like at I'm, least a hundred. I'm yeah. <laughs> I'm interested in it, but I don't know if I'm interested enough to have a subscription. You know. To be honest, if I so I will tell you, over the past few weeks, I've realized like I'm in the minority in a lot of gaming stuff. Like a lot more than I realized, and uh, like for me, I think I would only pay a subscription for vanilla classic Mm -hmm. like not to say that the game was even better back then it arguably was not um but the kind of things i'm looking for from that i think are i'm only gonna find in Mm -hmm. vanilla if i joined right now i mean i've seen a lot of the stuff that the game has to offer and it's good stuff but i think it's good for somebody else um you know i think if if i could have the option of paying well this wouldn't work either but if i could pay like five bucks a month and only get vanilla yeah That'd that's, be great. That's exa- so that's exactly what I was thinking of when you were talking about it being subscription-based. Like, I was at least expecting it to to have some kind of option where you could pay a lower amount monthly for it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I guess I guess if you, if you want to play, you're going to you're going to foot up the or foot out the uh the Yeah, cuz it's still anyway. the same good content. Just the the argument there would be that since they're not going to support it with patches because they don't want to change the game too much because it's already made. Yeah. Like if you're waiting for future uh, staggered releases, you know, future raids to come out, you can't change the game that much because then it's going to mess up all your future stuff. So, uh, you know, if it's not going to be supported, it's not like they have to pay somebody to fix stuff that's not broken because it's already fixed. So, yeah, I wish I could pay five bucks for it, but I I think they're smart for doing it that way. I don't know if I'm thrilled about it. I mean, I'm still, even if it was five bucks, realistically, I don't think I'd still play <laughs> Yeah. I, I have so many other games that I would like to play. It's true. Um, you know, so I'm I'm the kind of guy that that a developer will appeal to, and then when I don't buy their product, they're like, "Why didn't you do it?" And I was like, "I was never going to do it." <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so I think I think that's all I can think of. Uh, what what else does Blizzard have? There's, I don't know. There's a ton of great cosplay and um, just watching watching content roll out. Uh, especially watching cosplayers that have worked with Blizzard um, to make cosplay of Ash, specifically the Overwatch character, before she was released, so that as soon as that information was live, they were like, hey, look at my Ash thing. I've been working on it for like six months, you know, and, and they're great. Uh, so it's always cool to see some of the uh, props and armor and cosplay pages I follow to just have this awesome stuff, especially when they work with big names. Like, I really like it when big companies like that actually reach out to these people and, you know, pay. Mm-hmm. They've got the talent, so Blizzard just funds them. Yeah. And they get to make some amazing creations. 
Yeah, there were some. There were a lot of like uh, Halloween Reddit or pictures on Reddit of people in their co- their uh, Halloween costumes for Overwatch, and there were some good costumes on there. Yeah. So, uh, so what else happened? Else. Was there, Was there anything else big that happened? There's some. There's some game that everyone likes that i i don't there's something like lost vikings yeah <laughs> no they're bringing it back it was a game everyone likes and then blizzard decided to just shit all over it <laughs> how do you feel mike how do you feel <laughs> you know i wasn't even really paying attention to it like um i, I knew i knew blizzcon was going on but I didn't really know what they were going to talk about. I'm not. I'm not that into Hearthstone. Ever since ever since uh, Magic Arena came out, I've kind of just been playing that. I've been playing Overwatch, but I haven't been playing Overwatch as much recently. Um, so I don't know. There wasn't really much to keep my attention. And then I'm just kind of surfing around on the internet, and I see this this article about Diablo Immortal, and I just cannot believe they did that. Like watching the video. Of them up on stage talking to everyone and then explaining it and just hearing the dead silence in the crowd. And then and then it's like they get defensive. What, you don't have phones? You know? Like, how disconnected from your audience do you need to be? Man, I, I'm... <coughs> we were talking in Slack today. I told you I'm the only person on the whole internet. And that's actually not hyperbole. I am literally the only person <laughs> I've seen who is happy with this announcement. Like, for me, (laughs) let me say my piece before you dig into it, because I know you got plenty to say, and it's all valid. I just don't agree with it. It's, uh, you know, for me, I didn't buy Diablo 3. I've had a bunch of people recommend it to me, especially as a co-op game. You know, I love Diablo 2, played a ton of Diablo 2. But I never ended up buying 3 because I I think, was was it a PC release first and then it came to console? Yes. So... By by the time it came to console, I, I didn't care that much anymore. I love Diablo 2, but really what I care about is I want to play with people. And I already have so much trouble finding anyone I know who is actually willing to set aside time to group up. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I know a ton of people on PlayStation, but to get them to actually group up is like pulling teeth. So I never, I never bought it. And if I was still to buy it, I would just play with my girlfriend because we would sit down and we'd be on the couch together and it'd be great. Um, but I'm I pretty much only care about multiplayer, and or like co-op multiplayer. And for me, I look at this mobile release and I'm like, just like they said, like I told you when I saw the outrage online, I thought people were kidding because I was like, <laughs> this is great. And they were like, I can't believe Blizzard said, doesn't everybody have phones? And I'm like, right, but doesn't everyone have phones though? Yeah, but that doesn't mean they want. I'm I sorry, no, I'll, I'll so, let you say your piece. So <laughs> my biggest thing is I I know I have a phone. I know you have a phone. Like. I, there are arguments to be made that, like, well, yeah, everybody has uh, a Switch and a PlayStation and a PC and all this stuff, too. J- you know, they want to buy it on their real consoles because they've already got them. And I'm like, well, I own a PS4. I cannot find anybody to play with on practically anything. So if, if I have a phone, which the the trailer made it look like there could be at least up to six people on screen, I think. I think that's what I saw, and I think that's what I read. Um, so... Let's imagine we can get six people in there. It used to be eight, I think, at least in Diablo 2 it was. Uh, but if I'm at my friend's place, I mean, I'm having a LAN party here in a few weeks, right? If I go with this, I don't have to worry what console everybody's on because I know I know people on PC. I know people on Xbox. Well, I can't play with them even if I wanted to. But if we download this game on our phones and it looks like a real Diablo game, sweet, then we get to play. Then we're right there and we can just run a quick little dungeon. We can play for 20 minutes and we can be done. So for me, I'm just like... Pretty much all I want is multiplayer, and this mitigates the barriers between systems. This is the ultimate cross-play answer. And so I'm happy with it. <laughs> so also that said, uh, I knew there was Diablo stuff down the pipeline, but I I didn't care that much since I didn't pick up D3. Yeah, I was just like, eh, so I'm sure someone else is in- very interested in this. Yeah. So I've said my piece. Now, now talk to me, Mike. I'm, so I'm sure – So. I'm sure that this announcement is good for people that maybe don't have that background in Diablo. You know, like somebody in your situation where you're talking about like wanting to just have something on your on your phone that you can play play like with your friends in in the living room or something. That's the casual Diablo experience. You know, like people do that today in the as couch co op. You can just hop in, which 
it is a fantastic local co-op game. Um, that said, there are plenty of people that want to just like sink so much time into this game. Yeah. Like, I don't care about playing with people in Diablo. Um, I do play with people a lot in Diablo, but they're not necessarily people like on my friends list or something. I'll generally jump into right. like just random rifts or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, and I also never really had, I don't have a whole lot of friends that are that into Diablo, at least not in, not to a point where they're playing it regularly. Mm-hmm. So I always kind of just hop in rifts or whatever, but I will sink some time into that game, just running around, collecting loot. I, I don't I, I don't even understand the total draw to it because, I mean, once you get to a certain level in Diablo and your gear gets to a certain level, you are grinding so long before you ever see a single new piece of gear that can actually replace something that you're using. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know why. I, I don't care. I, I like it. It's a good grind. Yeah. The, even in Diablo 2, the day that I discovered that you could uh, you could set the player, you could trick the game into thinking that there were eight people playing instead of one. So it would boost the difficulty dramatically, but also yep. the loot was so much better. Right. So it was really hard at first, but then it would give you treasure as if there were eight people. So it would just give you amazing stuff. <laughs> and you get plenty of stuff you couldn't use, but when you did get something you can use, boy, was it good. Yeah. But I mean, but that was cheating, <laughs> kind of. T- talking about a grinding game where you're going to spend hours and hours grinding in the same like randomly generated maps over and over and over again, I just don't see how that fits with a mobile game. Because I mean, I'm not gaming on a mobile device to me is uncomfortable. I don't like gaming on a mobile device. But most of the games on a mobile device are something that you can kind of pick up and put down pretty quickly, pretty easily. Mm-hmm. I guess Di- Diablo, you could maybe if you were just running through like uh, the the story mode and you weren't concerned about the gear or whatever. But if you're like, if you're somebody who's max level and your gear is great and you're just grinding to try to get better gear, I just don't see that going well on on, on a mobile phone. I just don't. I don't want to. I don't want. I didn't. I didn't see pictures of it. Are your fingers like on the screen? I mean. I mean, I assume well, so. I guess there's no other way to do it. I mean, I assume you tap to touch, not like dual stick. Like so. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I picked up. Uh, I'll talk about this later, but I picked up Stardew Valley. Right. Mm. Uh, it just came out for mobile. It's. It actually feels pretty good on a phone. This is the first time I've played it. Uh, but there's an arcade game in the game, like an arcade cabinet, and you play this dumb eight bit thing, and it has twin stick controllers or controls so there are actually two buttons on the screen that you move yeah you know you put your thumbs on and it's straight garbage yeah and and i've never played and it's fine because it's a novelty and it doesn't actually matter uh but i've never ever played a mobile game that had that like fake button on the screen control yeah that wasn't trash oh like yeah the game Downwell i bought and uh i own it on ps4 and mobile and I'd put my thumb somewhere and it just doesn't activate the thing or it does by accident. And I'm just like, this is terrible. Yep. Like who, anyone who's putting a button, like the picture of a button that you're supposed to press on a screen, that's a travesty. Mm-hmm. That's a, the, the only game that I've played like that. And the reason that it's the only game I've played like that is because I hated it so much was Final Fantasy VII. When I picked up Final Fantasy VII for my cell phone, I was like, oh yeah, great shitter game. And then I start playing it, and I just, I hate it. I don't Ugh. like doing it. I hate it. That, man, that's such a bummer. Yeah. I forgot that even came out mm-hmm. on mobile. I mean, it's funny, because, like, it, it's not a big deal, because I have Final Fantasy VII on literally everything else that I own. So. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> so make it's it not, like, a huge loss. But, I don't know. I, I guess, getting back to Diablo. Well, so, uh, I do know, one thing I remember, uh, I listened to a video. I wasn't even watching it, but I listened to a video. Um of they were talking about wh- the controls basically and uh it i mean it seems like a you know tap to move just like a lot of mobile games you know just hold your thumb down and you'll keep running the same way you'd hold your mouse down on a computer uh but they took out mana which means a lot less clicking around to pick up potions or the orbs that i think are in uh, diablo 3 mm-hmm. um they just they put everything on cooldown instead of mana that way uh I, I mean, I imagine that part of the reason they did that is that it staggers the number of taps on the screen, so you're not just fumbling around trying to tap a hundred times a yeah. second. Uh, because if stuff's on mana, um, 
you can just tap, 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 try to cast all your spells, and then you're out, and then you're clicking trying to find health orbs, mana orbs. Um, and, you know, as soon as you get one, beep, 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 beep. So, like, I think they're trying to mitigate the overall number of taps. This is total armchair dev stuff. <laughs> yeah. But I think they're trying to lower the the number of taps so that it's friendly for mobile and actually feels good. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. We'll yeah. see, we'll see. I think they're just trying to maximize the number of microtransactions. Maybe, man. <laughs> Dude, I'm happy with Overwatch. All that stuff is, uh, it's all vanity items, you know. Yeah, it's, but I don't know, man. I I feel like I am, so, so somebody somebody superimposed EA uh, over the, the name Diablo on, on Reddit. <laughs> Diablo, oh, but uh, but it, they were like, "Oops, I don't know what happened." And it really feels like that. Like Blizzard, you better pump the fucking brakes. Do not just because you're making a shit ton of money with Hearthstone and you're making a shit ton of money with Overwatch and all the micro transactions, you motherfuckers better back off. Because <laughs> I I will I will still play with Diablo and I'll be pissed about it, and then maybe I'll quit. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. But then they'll make like a PC port of their mobile game. Yeah. And they'll call it like Diablo 2.5. Yeah. They'll be like, who doesn't have touchscreen computer monitors? <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Let's take a let's take a real quick break and then I I do have some more stuff I want to talk about with Diablo, so Hello. This is Ray from the Heroes Podcast Network, and I am here to tell you about Screen Heroes. Do you love superheroes? What about superheroes in film and TV? How about weird rankings like top five lists or maybe three people just arguing about top five lists? Either way, we are the podcast for you. Check us out every Tuesday night live on Twitch or subscribe to Screen Heroes Podcast on iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, Spreaker, and Google Play. Now, back to your regularly scheduled podcast. All right, we are back so I can finish my Diablo rant. So to go along <laughs> with what we were already talking about, the, the the thing about don't you have a phone, yeah, we pretty much all have a phone, but at the same time, like, I spent a lot of money on my consoles, and I spent a lot of money on my PC, and I spent a lot of money on them because I want to use them, you know? And I want to use yeah. them for games that I want to play. And if you take a game that's historically a PC game and then suddenly just trash it onto the phone then uh, maybe I shouldn't say trash it on the phone. That's, that's, that's kind of an asshole, asshole way to, to <laughs> phrase that. But I guess I just expect, I just expected something different, I guess. But this it, also kind of goes I, along. I can absolutely say it's definitely not progress. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it's even taking a story. It, the story of the game is between Diablo 2 and 3. So even canonically, it is a step backwards. You yeah. know, it's, it's, uh, it's a filler between the two games, um, because they, you know, I because they didn't. If they are going to have the future game, uh, you know, you don't want to step on its toes. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's no denying this game doesn't feel like a big step forward. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, uh, I know that you used to like playing guys that like cast spells and like kill demons, and you could do it on your PC with your friends. But but man, it's on a phone now, and there's no mana. So and if you screenshot, oh man, you you refills your mana instantly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm literally picturing like uh like fruit ninja, but it's <laughs> just like demons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyway, okay, so you know that'd be kind of fun if you if man, now that I'm thinking about it, imagine if your spells were just how many fingers you had uh tapping the screen. Because like would... I play this Osmosis game, it's like three bucks. Uh, it's really relaxing. It's great. You, I think I know exactly what gamer. It's like just you're just a, a bubble or something. Yeah, and, and you're just you grow. Like, it's like an IO game. You start yeah. small and you grow big. Yep, yep. Uh, you know, you tap once to do a thing in the game. You tap twice to um, uh, to osmos. Wait, what does tapping twice do? Well, I don't remember. But tapping <laughs> with three fingers uh, pulls up the menu. What does what does? Two I don't know. Do? It's just starting to sound like a really disgusting conversation. <laughs> What happens uh, when I tap with two fingers? So, uh, you know, it, that'd be kind of fun if, if you could set your spells to how many fingers you had down. So if it was just like, I want lightning. Okay, four fingers. You know, fireball, three. Uh, you know, ice barrier, two. And fucking firebolt, because of course, would be, would be one. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, so the, what like, that article... I, I see potential. Like, I see that this could be a thing that is cool. Like, 
this this could be a mobile game that doesn't feel like a mobile game, but also they shouldn't. Uh, whoever's running PR over there, they mucked up. Yeah. You know, uh, this should this should have instead of being Diablo, it should have been like uh, I don't know Mephistopheles in Infinite or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Diablo, a, a Tyrael story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or, yeah. I think it's Tyrael, right? Uh, what, what was uh, the uh, the uh, uh, like the Minecraft storytelling game? Oh, the Telltale. Yeah, yeah, uh, like a Telltale story mode. Diablo story mode. So th- that article that uh, that we were looking at, it was talking about how. Oh, Blizzard, well, they were gonna, you know, tease Diablo 4. We were! But then, like, totally, guys, we were totally gonna do that. But then, like, it just didn't work out, and we just thought you'd be happy with Immortals. Like, I, 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 I'm not so tinfoil hatty that I think it was a, that they're lying about everything. I'm, I'm sure that they probably were talking about, uh, releasing a teaser for Diablo 4, because they'd already talked about it a little bit in the past. Um, but I really feel like if they had just stuck with their guns and shown, done, even just mentioned Diablo 4, then it would have, uh, I don't know, softened the blow, uh, from the people in the audience for the immortal reaction. Because when you hear that and then they, they say nothing about Diablo 4, then you're just sitting there and you're like, oh my, oh my God, is there, is this Diablo 4? Like, right. What? Right. (laughs) Yeah. So I told you I half paid attention because I, you know, as it turns out, uh, when people have expectations, the end result is usually more anger and less happiness. So uh, I try to just not pay attention to rumor stuff unless unless it's an unusual circumstance, uh, unless it's like the one game I care about. But Diablo is just not that one game for me. I mean, I got like Red Dead. I actually I never thought that was going to be the game that I was really going to care about. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be the next uh bethesda game or or something like that or a mass effect game but mass effect is dead <laughs> but yeah. um i didn't expect red dead to be the the big deal to me because uh i barely even played the first one I, you know i didn't play that far into it so uh with diablo i wasn't paying that close attention to it but reading that article that we read is uh kotaku article i believe that said uh you know blizzard intended they were originally gonna have a d4 uh really uh tracer a t- Man, I can't even speak. <laughs> a teaser at the very end of their show, basically what uh, Diablo Immortal was, they, in its place, uh, were going to have a D4 teaser. So what I think, I think they really were going to do that. Uh, but as the article states, uh, the game has gone through two different iterations under two different directors. So probably a lot of the stuff that they've had to show in the past doesn't even exist anymore. The game doesn't look, you know, it, what they would have is not indicative of what the game actually is going to be. Like, not even close. And uh, even if it was a cinematic, let alone gameplay or anything. Um, so I, I think probably that's genuine. They they probably were actually going to show some stuff. But I think, really, Blizzard just made a decision. They thought that people were going to be excited about this Immortals game, or at least not be mm-hmm. just in the dirt about it. But as you could tell uh, when you know by the crowd when they released it, I mean, you would have thought somebody died on stage. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it, it's so, it's such, it's a shame, but also it's, it's like funny kind of from an outside. But it's the fact that they, they left everyone on that note. Like that was the thing that everybody walked out with. Man, if they had done, if they had either not put that immortal thing at the very end, or if they had had that and then also a Diablo 4 trailer, a teaser, to show, like, hey, when we said we had multiple projects in the works, we were serious, and here's, you know, a little bit of each one. Now, like you said, it's like, wait, is this Diablo 4? It's confusion. Mm-hmm. It's ambiguity. And that, when you just leave it hanging like that, and that's the end of your press conference, basically, that turns into, that's negative energy. And it just turns into <laughs> nerd rage. Yep. You know, so it's not a mystery how this happened. It's just kind of a bummer that it just that it worked out this way. Uh, you know, you're you're not totally wrong that uh, it definitely shows a disconnect between the people making the games, the people making money off the games, and the people playing the games. Uh, because it seems like they should have test or uh, focus grouped a little bit of that stuff. Yeah, you know? exactly. It feels very tone deaf. Yeah, For, I mean, I I was not kidding. I think I'm the only person I've read about online that was actually happy about the release. So if they had done a focus group, if they had shown this to even 10 people, 
at least nine of them would have probably been like, nah, this this ain't cool. Maybe take this back in the shop and work it. On yeah, it a bit. I'm honestly so shocked. I feel like you're you're like a secret Blizzard employee or something. <laughs> well, like, usually <laughs> I really like Blizzard because they they treat their employees pretty well <laughs> and they support their games pretty well. And even like with the microtransaction uh-huh. stuff, when their biggest you know when the biggest bullshit for like Overwatch, which of course is like my jam, uh, it's all vanity stuff and it doesn't feel to me like a cash grab oh my god okay you got the promotion i know i know i know so i'm i am sorry i i just really do i really do like blizzard for a bunch of reasons uh so for them to do something so stupid is shocking to me because i mean it's one thing for them to like you know make a little misstep but it's a pretty big misstep i mean i am not used to seeing blizzard on the end of something really dramatic like this uh, so whatever, we'll see how it goes. Uh, I'm probably gonna buy the game, <laughs> and I'll have nobody to play with because no one else is gonna buy it. Yep. Uh, but we'll see. So, um, yeah, I, I hope some more. Well, really, I hope Diablo Four gets an announcement uh, a little sooner than expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it just might after all this stuff. But all right, that's enough about Diablo. I think we could talk about that a lot longer, but we don't need to beat it in the into the ground. So. Talk to me about Stardew Valley. Uh, I'll keep it short and sweet, uh, just like the days in that game. Um, Stardew Valley came out at least a couple years ago. Um, I heard all sorts of coverage about it uh, on the Giant Bomb Network. Uh, A bunch of them played it over there. And um, at first I was like, this is definitely not a game for me. It's like a tap Farmville kind of thing. And I was Mm -hmm. just like, okay, whatever, not interested. And... uh, it just kept coming up week after week. It'd be like, hey, what are you guys playing? Oh, well, still playing Stardew Valley. Oh, how many hours you got? Oh, like 100. It's like 100? <laughs> you have 100 hours? It's like, I like Minecraft, but damn. Like, I, mm-hmm. I don't even, what kind of game is this that, you know, I thought this didn't even sound like a good game, and you're telling me it's good enough to be a 100-hour game. Um, and so I heard all this coverage. So then I, in my head, I'm just like, sounds pretty nice. Well, last week I saw a post uh, that somebody bought this. It was like seven or eight bucks on the uh, Apple Store, and uh, I just picked it up. I didn't even I – mean, as soon as I saw that, I just searched it, immediately bought it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've barely watched any gameplay before or anything. I just have positive ideas of it. Well, I picked it up. Man, I'm pretty happy about it. Yep. Um, it's a very slow – like it's it's like a slow burn. It's all I wanted was a game experience on my phone that actually feels like a real game. Not you know I, I like that there's persistence to this game. You're always building stuff up. You're growing mm-hmm. crops so that you can sell them to make money to buy this thing to buy better crops. Uh, yeah, uh, it's it's like an IV drip of progression. Yeah, like every day you wake up. There's a new thing that you have to drop off. You make money every day. You buy new things every you day. You're constantly go doing fishing, something. mining. You yep. can cut down trees. You can go uh, kill some monsters, which I just figured out after my girlfriend downloaded it and told me I could do that <laughs> because I clearly missed the mine that had the yep. spooky monsters yep. in it. Um, yeah, that's what you got to do during winter. Oh, I wondered what's, what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So you start in spring, and uh, there's different weather um, there are different seasons, and you can talk to people. I really like games that have a persistent clock. Of course, I loved Majora's Mask back in the day, Zelda game. Uh, I like that. I love it when people have schedules, when they actually act a certain way. It's like, oh, it's getting dark. I'm going to go inside. Yep. You know, it sounds so simple, but I really like it. It makes it, it gives me a level of immersion that I love looking for in games where it feels like I'm in a world that is lived in. Yeah. And, you know, to go to go specifically along with that point of, like, there everybody lives on a schedule. Another crazy thing is that it's not just the same schedule every day. They have different schedules for each day of the week, and then those schedules even change depending on what season you're in. Yeah. I Every single day I go into town, people are doing different things. Um, I, I just never – when I first started the game, I, I got a couple days in, and I was like, okay, so I, I think I get this. I just – you know, I plant some seeds, and then I just wait for them to. I was gonna say hatch. That's not how it. That's not how seeds work. Uh, you wait for them to grow, and then eventually you sell them. I'm like, okay, well, that seems simple enough. But what else does this game have to offer? And once I started diving into it, um, when you wake up in the morning, uh, you have full energy. You have an energy bar, and anytime you take any significant action, like chopping down a tree, turns out takes a lot of energy. Uh, fishing takes some energy, and like. 
planting crops doesn't take that much unless you have a bunch of crops, which I'm starting to get to now. But uh, it's a resource management thing. So you've got X amount of hours in the day. Uh, so you've got to sleep at night and it's the only way to save. So I was thinking about that earlier. You were saying something about, uh, you know, setting your game down. Like in Diablo, it would be, uh, you know, you're not going to go into some dungeon and then just like close your phone mm-hmm. and not open it again because guests are over or something, you know, because that would be a weird mobile experience for a serious game like that. Uh, well, in this, my very first day, I went through most of the day and then I just, you know, closed the game and I went and did something else and I came back. And it loaded up, and I was like, hey, just so you know, like, you should sleep because that's how you save. And I was like, <laughs> okay, that would have been nice to know. Yeah. But actually, it's kind of nice because I took the stuff that I learned on that day one, and I restarted and, you know, started fresh. Mm-hmm. Uh, so really, I was kind of salty about it for a second, but that lasted like one second. Uh, anyway, um, I really like the game. It's it's so relaxing to me. Honestly, it's pretty addictive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Addicting. Uh, I find myself just wanting, the more I play it, the more I want to play it. It's a little bit like Civilization. Like, whenever you complete a round, or at least, I, I don't know. I, do, you, do you play civil, Civilization very I, much? I know of it. I've I feel like never you, even one time played it. Okay. Civilization is, is, is similar, where it's like you finish your round, and then you're like, You're thinking boy, about what you're going to do. I guess I'm going to click next round, <laughs> even though it's... 3 a.m. Right. I've been playing for eight hours, but, well, <laughs> yeah. this next round is going to be sweet. Yeah, no. Once this thing's done, I swear I'll wrap up. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's how it is for me where, you know, I was playing over my lunch break today, and I went to sleep, and I knew exactly what I was going to do the next day. I had everything mm-hmm. lined up. I was excited for it. I was like, I have to close this game. <laughs> I'm at work. Like, it, like I, you know, my lunch break is 30 minutes long. I played for 20 minutes. And if I click another day, I'm going to be breaking the rules. Like, <laughs> yep. So, uh, yeah. But so that's cool. And then uh, I, my girlfriend was uh, on vacation this past weekend. And I, just before she hopped on the plane back home, I was like, hey, you should download this game. I think you'll like it. She bought it. She loves it. She played it the whole mm-hmm. way on the plane. And uh, we were at her place uh, on Sunday. And she booted up Red Dead, which I'm, I'm so excited to play online with her once that finally drops. Um, but she started up, and she's playing through the stuff on the mountain at the beginning of the game. And uh, I'm sitting there watching her, and she's doing some stuff. And I, so I'm playing Farmville, and she looks over me and watches watches me for two seconds. And she's like, you know what? I think I'm going to play Farmville. And closes Red Dead. Wait, farm Farmville? Oh, or? that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> I keep I keep saying that in my head, like yeah, my yeah. internal voice keeps saying Farmville, uh, Stardew. Yeah. And so she closed Red Dead, this gorgeous game that just came out, this huge AAA, like to the, play Stardew. the second biggest <laughs> entertainment release of all time, just behind Grand Theft Auto V, to play Stardew Valley, yep. this little pixel game. So, I remember, uh, so when I first started, or when I first heard of Stardew Valley, I remember I used to play a lot of Harvest Moon on Super Nintendo. And Harvest Moon is Stardew Valley is almost like just a remake of Har- Harvest Moon. Yeah, it's yeah. it's uh it's on that same vein of yeah. uh, Animal Crossing mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And I remember, so I, d- I never played any of the Harvest Moons after Super Nintendo, but I do remember like so many. I loved I loved Harvest Moon, but there were so many things where just like quality of life changes, where I just think like man. If they did that, this game would just be so much better. If they did that, this game would be perfect. If they did that, would, oh, my God, I would love that. And then when I heard about Stardew Valley, it was like everything that I wanted that they didn't include in Harvest Moon is in Stardew Valley. And I'm like, oh, okay, so this is just the perfect game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm having a great time with that. Uh, it's fun to be able to share that uh, with my girlfriend. Um, especially, like, the fact that we can both share that on mobile and then we're both playing through Red Dead. And we're going to be able to play online, which is pretty exciting. Um, yep. But, yeah, so maybe I'll be back next week with some more Stardew stuff. But um, generally, I'm just happy with it. It's the relaxing but persistent game that I wanted for my phone. Um, I've been looking for that for a long time. And so it's like 7 or 8 bucks, totally worth it. I mean, I've already gotten my money's worth. Uh, but I'm excited about that. Uh, I'm going to continue to play through Red Dead. I'm still only in Chapter 2. Uh, what I will say, for those of you out there who own the game... I, I have a bunch of hours logged in there, even though I have, like, no progress. Uh, because I keep setting up camp. I love I love weather effects in games, and I love, like, the soundscape of, of a game like this. So what I keep doing is I set up camp in the wilderness, 
And like there was one day I was ready to go out and, you know, do whatever mission and it started raining. And I was like, man, I'm going back in my tent. I'm, I'm leaving these headphones on <laughs> and I'm going to mess around on my phone for like 30 minutes. And it was totally relaxing. I loved it. Uh, I, I love the sound design and all in that game. And the environments are just gorgeous. I mean, the sound is beautiful. The visuals are stunning. Um, but I recommend anybody out there who hasn't done it, just uh, put some headphones on. Uh, and actually, they've got a headphone setting. They've got a bunch of different sound settings in that game. Pop that on uh, headphones and uh, just chill out. Just relax with a little uh, some nature sounds, some rain or some uh, <laughs> some animals and stuff. Because man, that's my jam. So anyway, Josh will be back next week probably, and uh, I'm sure he'll have all sorts of things to say about Red Dead. Mike, you'll have some more hours under your belt. Yep. Yeah, I got it on Saturday. I'm I played a decent amount on saturday like i said you kind of lose time it's like time traveling when you play that game but dude man, it's I, fun. I think i think games with a day night cycle are the easiest to lose yourself in because like the the irony is that you do see the passage of time but since it does not match the real passage of time it's it just distorts your whole view yeah so it doesn't you know a day a, a day and a night go by in red dead and you have no idea how long you've been playing like I certainly don't. Like, have I been playing for 20 minutes or, like, 45 minutes? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, like, am I have I played for this long or literally double that amount? Yeah. And I don't even know. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, it's a little dangerous, but uh, that stuff's fun. I feel like I've I've just been, I've been doing a lot of hunting in that game. Me too. Yeah. That's just, one of my favorite things. It's kind of fun. Just you, running around. You know what's interesting? You go back to camp and you can talk to people and sometimes they have interesting things to say that are, like, story-based. Sometimes it's them just, like, basically saying nothing but it still has their personality to it yep. um i sat down and talked to to a woman in my camp and she's just like hey you know and i like that anytime there's a dialogue option you can choose to engage it or just tell them to fuck off mm-hmm. or just walk away and not say anything um but somebody in camp this woman was like hey arthur how you doing like kind of like something seems wrong but you know do you want to talk about it and so i was like sure i'll i'll sit down i'll sit down and talk to you and Arthur says he's he's like I just I think I'm the only one who knows how lost I am or something like that, and I'm like man that's kind of deep, <laughs> and and he keeps talking and the, like the last thing he says he, he says I keep needlessly killing animals, and he, and he kind of looks down and he's obviously kind of like sullen about it, and I was like huh, like I guess I hadn't thought about like. I didn't expect Arthur to be the guy because I have done a lot of hunting. Yeah. But I didn't expect Arthur's character to be the kind of character that would be upset that he's just like, I mean, needlessly killing animals. Yeah. I mean, sure, I'm feeding my camp and stuff, but that was actually a surprising character note for him I'm, to care about that. Because he's an outlaw. He shoots people. But wait, hold on. That doesn't just mean that maybe you're hunting too much, does it? Like maybe you've you've fulfilled the the need for food in your camp i don't know but i think i like that ambiguity i think <laughs> yeah, i like yeah. that that he doesn't know either yeah you know maybe he just feels like he's just killing a lot so yeah no that that is that is pretty cool the the interactions in that game are 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 quite great i uh i learned how to play dominoes in that game i i played domino i played dominoes it as didn't well. win was... even a single round <laughs> i couldn't believe how absolutely terrible i was not even a single round so anyway i quit playing i got up and walked away and abigail she the whole rest of that day because i was doing a bunch of stuff in camp yeah she's like oh i bet you're still sorry you lost to a woman and i'm like man i am pretty sorry i I didn't i got i got my ass kicked i played i played the uh, so i played a a full game of dominoes and i mean playing through a full game of dominoes to get to 60 points it was I don't know I don't again I have no idea lot. how long it how long it took right. but I played through the entire thing I stood up from that from that uh, like picnic table in the game didn't win anything like <laughs> right I didn't so I did I beat Abigail but I didn't I didn't win anything for winning mm-hmm. and then I was just like, kind of like hmm, okay that was fun and then like yeah. move along like it didn't matter that I that I wasted that time playing dominoes because it was just. I don't know. This game is very good. It's very weird to me that it's just like, it yeah, makes, man, do whatever you want. It makes you feel it's cool. good. To be honest, it does have a lot of parallels to Stardew Valley. It makes you feel good about doing mundane things. Yeah. So, like in camp, you can gain honor by doing chores. So, you literally carry the bucket of water across camp and fill up the wash bucket. It's so mundane, but people notice it, and you, as a player, 
because it has the game has this slow pace to it since everything is slow when you help with those slow chores you feel like you accomplished something mm-hmm. and people notice and they'll be like oh thanks for doing that I, I i went like a few days without donating money to the camp and dutch was like uh hey so uh you gonna donate and i'm just like dude i donated like 10 watches like you chill out man but uh, but it's funny. It's remarkable to hear people's feedback, the the other uh, NPCs' feedback on just the little things you might not even think about. Um, but yeah, I mean, the the game just does a good job of making even just the little things feel worthwhile. You know, in a game that moves very slowly, it makes you feel good for moving at that speed. Mm-hmm. You know, in a Grand Theft Auto where you're just flying around all the time and it's just video gamey as hell. You know, where you you get in a car and drive off and you die and then you start again like in this one it I, i'm actually surprised that people love it as much as they do because it's less gamey like gta uh that like when i wanted to show my buddy the game he's like can i play i'm like yes but also i have this legendary pelt on my horse yeah. right now so like please don't kill me <laughs> so he's like you know what you just go back to town and i'll watch you and i was like okay 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 um so that stuff's kind of funny because you know Unlike GTA, I can't just hand it off and then just go on a wild, like, okay, yeah, it's fine. Just give me a $200 bounty. No big deal. Mm. Like, I got an $80 bounty, and now I'm just like, wow. I'm going to have to skip town because I can't pay for that. Yep. Um, so I'm I'm shocked at how this game approaches its immersion and how successful I think it is in those endeavors. But I'm also surprised that so many people like that because I expect a lot of people, I expected a lot of people to just be, you know, like, give me this thing now. I yeah. just want to go crazy, no consequences. And the fact that the game mostly doesn't allow you to do that, um, I really enjoy. I respect it, and I feel like it kind of respects me as a gamer. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm happy that people are happy with it, and uh, I'm excited to play some more. The game is just full of good things. Yep. Um, it was obviously designed by people who know how to make a fucking video game. Yep. Like, it's that is the truth. All right, so uh, question of the week. Um, you know, we're joking about all this mobile stuff uh, between Diablo and Stardew Valley and that dumbass arcade shooter I found inside Stardew Valley. <laughs> um, our question to you guys would be, what would be the worst mobile port of any game? It could be new, it could be old, but we could come up with some good ones. What is something that just absolutely would be the, the biggest failure? I'm trying to think of the biggest failure, and I'm having a hard time thinking of something that's just, like, really crazy. You know, you probably couldn't play Marvel Spider-Man on mobile. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine trying to swing around? Like, actually, maybe the swinging would be the only thing you could do. Yeah, I, maybe, because then maybe you could just tilt your phone to, like, yeah. determine which way you're swinging. Oh, no, we're just going to think of, like, really cool games that could come out on mobile. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, we got to keep these under wraps so we get paid for them <laughs> yeah, later. Yeah. So yeah, just give us give us your most ridiculous. Uh, it doesn't have to be real. Just the worst game that could be ported to your mobile device. Amnesia. <laughs> it's like it sounds like a good way to break a phone. Yeah, Dark Souls. There you go. There's <laughs> yeah. your answer. Your answer is Dark Souls. But that's actually coming out for Switch, and I love the. Uh, it's one of the satire websites, point and clickbait or hard times or one of them, hard drive. Uh, it's like, oh, Dark Souls coming to Switch, so now Switch owners can finally break their whole console <laughs> by throwing it at the wall. I mean, imagine Dark Souls on the phone with that button that we were talking about, like the movement analog stick. Oh, God. It's, that would be, that would be that would so be bad. Man. So we have all of our social media that you should follow us on. Uh, we've got the Heroes Podcast Network across all social media platforms. Uh, follow those. Follow Gamer Heroes on Twitter. Uh, and you can follow us at GGKC at uh, gg-kc.com and uh, through there you can find all of our social media platforms we've got a discord we've got a community group on facebook that we're especially active on Um, to that end with community stuff uh, if you are playing red dead out there we have a social club um, that allows us to easily uh, share screenshots but when the online of that game rolls out uh, we'll be able to do all sorts of good stuff together Um, so just look us up at gg kansas city and uh, join the fun. Looking forward to having more people to play with. So, as always, uh, have fun. Or what is it? It's uh, play well. Play fun. Play fun. Have. Play. Play. Great and. Great. Play again. Fun. 
See you next week. See you next week, guys. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.